Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Best show, hi. You know, it's a cookie that doesn't get any love anymore. What's that? The duplex cream. The duplex cream. Yes. What is a duplex cream? I'm trying to remember what that is. Well, it's 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 a it's a tweak on the Oreo, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we did some research on this if if we found out that it existed before the Oreo. Basically, it's it's a vanilla cookie. Yeah. A chocolate cookie and vanilla cream in the middle. So it's a little tweak. Okay. And the reason I don't think more people really give it the respect it deserves is that it's it's usually, like, most supermarkets have their own version of the duplex cream. Okay. And it's, and it's always kind of a budget cookie. Okay. So I think, I think that's why it, it's kind of... Never got its due, mm-hmm. but uh, I also love Nutter Butter. You're in big I know nut- it's not. I, I know it's not hip. Uh, well, I don't know if any of these cookies are hip necessarily. Well, I don't know. But you think Nutter Butter is is especially not hip? Well, I th- I think it's seen as probably like an older person's kind of cookie. A Nutter Butter? Yeah, I- like the like the what are they called? The Vienna Finger. Yeah, that seems like an old person cookie. Yeah. Is it Vienna or Vinaya? I think it's Vienna. Okay. I don't think it's Vinaya finger cookies. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh... Hey, you you watching uh, Chernobyl? I'm not watching Chernobyl. Don't spoil it for me. I, I just started it today. Uh-huh. I'm not going to give any spoilers. It's, it's kind of scary. Um, but I'll tell you, it, it's on HBO, so I'm... I'm just sort of counting down the minutes until there's some sort of stand-up comedy element to it. Uh-huh. That other than you'd... I would like it if suddenly... Look, the whole thing's a tragedy, obviously. Right. But if if suddenly... If Pete Holmes was in the core, right? The reactor core? Right, right. That would at least be something to see. It would, it would, and he'd be he'd be talking to his friend Sergi about how he has to he, he has to MC uh-huh. tonight at the at the Gorky Park uh, Laughatorium or whatever and, it is, and how it's the worst thing that could ever happen as ever the happen. as the reactor as the reactor melts down. It's the worst thing that could happen. While literally one of the worst things that have ever happened is happening. Yes. And he's talking about that still. I I would not put it past these cats. Yeah, these stand-ups, man, that is something else. Hey, can, taking over the world. They are taking over the world. Can I ask what your your name? Oh, we don't need to get into that. Let's just say that that I'm 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 a big Best Show fan, and and I've been I've been listening for a few years. I just and I I I, I love the show. Because mm-hmm. I because I recognize, I think I recognize. I think I recognize your voice. 
Look, I should go. No, 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 no. Uh, please don't. Please I love don't. the show. No, please, please don't. Can I just ask before? Look, okay, before you go, then. Okay. This isn't uh, this isn't Billy Kincaid, is it? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> At your oh service. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is huge. This is huge. I didn't know you listened. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, man. For you know, I, I don't even know why I would have to say who you are. Everybody knows who you are. You're one of the biggest oh. rock stars going, and you're calling the show. You're one of the biggest in the world. And I saw you. Are you a, are you a fan? I saw you. Yeah, I am. I saw you as a, a back at the in. I think it was eighty seven. It must have been the what go what goes up must come down tour. Is that what the tour was called? That was eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. That was out at the at that was at the Garden, and at the Meadowlands, it was the the one after this to the Bone. Oh, what a tour that was! Yeah. What show did you see? At the, the I think it was the first night at the Meadowlands. Oh, my God, we did four, and that was just, uh, you know, you do these multi-night stands, and the first night is, you know, you're nervous. Mm-hmm. You're always, you're always kind of nervous, but the first night's different because it's a new room, and you want to be great, and, and you know you've got three more. And although, you know, the, the, the next two are sold out, that, that the final one is, you know, is, is kind of creeping there, and you want, you want that word of mouth to be good on, mm-hmm. for that fourth night to sell out, too. Yeah, yeah. You want to you want you want to make sure they all count in different ways, I guess, huh? Exactly, exactly. And we try to do the set a little different every night. And uh, you know, back back then, especially, you know, I was, I think I'm in good shape now. But back then, you know, I was, I was, you know, on fire. So we play a long time too. And I, I just remember that that particular to the Bone Tour being mm-hmm. being some of the best shows we ever did. And I I I, I thank you for coming. Oh, cool! No, it was exciting. It was exciting to, as a kid to see that. Um, oh yeah. What yeah. like? Can I? I don't know how you like. You're listening. Is that like? I don't. I don't know. I did not know you listened. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm listening right now, and it's fun, it's interesting. I'm, I'm actually in uh, in the Quint Cities right now, and uh, it's 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 a real thrill for me to get to listen to it live in New Jersey. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, the way I was turned on to the show, I was, I was doing a benefit in New York City a, a few years ago, and this kid named Kurt Vile, he was on the bill, and, and he, he turned me on to the best show. Sure. Kurt is a friend of, of the show. Yeah, he's a good good guy. Interesting guy. I'll, te- I'll tell you, the real talent in that family is, is the brother. Uh-huh. He's the real talent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jello, Jello man. Uh, yes, yeah, he's 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 a great kid and a real go getter. Uh huh. Yeah, he really is. Real hustler. Some, someone should do a documentary on uh-huh. him. Yeah, if only. Yep. Yeah. So you're you're in. You said you're in New Jersey now, huh? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm uh, I'm actually doing a a private show in Newbridge tomorrow afternoon before my show tomorrow night at the Garden State Art Center. Okay, a private yeah. show. Yeah, can, it, it, is that like a? I guess I guess I guess who who are, can I ask who you're doing the private show for? Um, uh, that's a, um, you know I, I I don't think he'd mind. It's it's Ricky Kern. Okay, Ricky Kern, man, he's uh, 
I mean, everybody knows Kern Pharmaceuticals, and the CEO right. is Maurice Kern, and Ricky's the youngest of the uh, of the Kern children. I, I think he is, yeah. Yeah, and he's a big, big music fan. And um, at the art center, he has a like they have boxes. He has a box that's literally on stage that he watches the concerts from. So you see him watch the show when you're there. It, it's very odd. Yeah, it's, it's an odd experience to be the performer and, and this guy's in a box kind of on stage. Yeah, and definitely making himself seen and and his presence known. Yeah, it's very, very odd. And it's, it's you know, yeah, you feel like you're you're totally under the microscope. And, but I mean, props to him. You know, he's, he made his uh, obviously he's you know he's an heir to the Kern fortune, but he he also did make that killing um, on his I don't know if remember this his knockoff of of the garbage pail kids. He, mm-hmm. His was called his was called the garage pail kids. Yes, those were those were these popular weird little cards that were shockingly popular. They were. They were. I, I never quite understood what a garage pail was. I, I guess it's just any kind of pail you would have in a garage. Maybe you have old oil in it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or one of those, like, orange Home Depot pails that they think they sell for, like, a dollar at Home Depot. Yeah. I, I, I bought a couple of those over uh-huh. the years for sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Ricky, when he's at these things, he is always doing, like, the last couple of times I've seen him, he was doing air guitar. Right, yeah. Really, just say he either he either hams it up, mm-hmm. or he seems completely disinterested, and he'll read like read like a magazine during the show. Oh my god, I've never seen that. Someone tell me about that. Is that true? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's tough. And uh, I think it's gotten to the point where. Ricky knows that people are down on him and that they don't even want to be at the shows anymore. And he's, he's really become persona all gratin at the, at the art center from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so basically th- that's why I'm doing this private show for him tomorrow. Yeah. Well, this private show thing is such an odd, interesting concept. Uh, when that, that people are who I guess have a ton of money will will hire i guess that is that what it is they have a ton of money so they can how does it work how does that work i don't don't know as much about it as i would like to in a nutshell um and let me say right out of the gate here i'm not talking about these house shows that a lot of current singer songwriters play nowadays there's this whole circuit of of of, of house houses that put on shows all across the country and, and people will go and they'll perform for like 50 or 60 people or so. And, and they make a good living doing it. So I'm not talking about that kind of house show at all. Okay. okay. Um, you know, that's the way a lot of these singer songwriters make a living now. And I support that a hundred percent. Sure. I'm sure. talking about a whole different thing. Uh-huh. Basically what happens is in this situation is one of these one percenters. Uh-huh he or she will reach out to my management with a request for a private show and management comes up with a, a, a figure and it's usually what we ask for, for a normal concert. 
and then okay. if they accept, we'll proceed from there. And mm-hmm. if the person agrees to the fee, I'll show up with a scaled-down version of, of my band. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll do like seven or eight songs, glad hand with the host and, and you know, like t- 20 or so of his friends. And, and uh, you know, th- that's basically what happens. And a lot of the times the, the people who host these shows, who, who pay for it, they play guitar and they, they play music and they're going to want to jam, you know, and that's a whole other kind of sure. Do you, do you enjoy doing the, these shows? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, you know, Tom, I gave up all intoxicants 20 years ago. Okay. And I I did that after I crashed Johnny Depp's hovercraft into Sammy Hagar's Hummer's Hummer in Cabo. That was a whole weird thing. Sammy Hagar, he had a a Hummer, and it had a Hummer attached to it like a sidecar. And basically, I I took the whole thing out. I remember that. That was like, yeah, it was like 20 or so years ago. Yeah, it was a big news story. Yeah. And so, it's weird that he would, yeah. Okay, well, that's that was a good chance for you to learn learn uh, your lesson, I guess, and learn it's time to change change your ways, huh? Absolutely, you know, and th- those were super different times. And basically, I was on literally everything that night. Mm-hmm. Literally like, everything. Every, everything you can imagine, I was on it. Okay. Yeah. Including all the all those designer drugs, you know, from back in the day, you know, uh-huh. purple steamboat, um, liquefied otter droppings, uh-huh. to, to name just two. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, now, yeah. since I'm I'm sober from all, I I don't do any of that stuff. These house shows are my drug. They're they're your drug. How how would how would these private house shows be your drug? Well, f- first, let me say I love my fans. Sure, of course. They're the they're the greatest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But these super rich cats who think they can buy you for the day—that's mm-hmm. a whole nother story. Okay. Ninety percent of these guys tell me that, oh my god, I, I wanted a career in music, but I decided to go to college instead. You know, play it safe. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so now they're in, in their late fifties, and they regret not pursuing their rock and roll dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but now but, they're super rich yeah. from non non musical means. Okay, and and so of course they now get to skip a hundred percent of the line, and now they get to be rock stars and jam with a guy who still fills arenas in these big amphitheaters. Yeah, yeah, okay. Not 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 too insulting, right? Uh huh. Yeah. No, I, I got you. I it's, mean, it's like I've only worked my entire life doing this. You know, paying my dues, living hand to mouth for the first ten years of my career. While these guys, they live the cushy life, climbing the rungs of the corporate ladder. Uh huh. Yeah. And I know, Tom, this is incredibly petty for me to say, but I I feel like you know, stay out of my yard. I'll stay out of yours. And it's like you don't see me writing ad co- ad copy for Wiener pills. 
right? No. Like yeah. Okay. That's a fair. Yeah. That's a fair and point. I'll, right. And, and I'll tell you, these shows, these house shows, you've seen these wiener pill commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like the guys in their early 60s jamming. Yeah. They all look that, like they're somehow... It looks like the, the they they clone the guy from the Trivago commercials exactly. to like varying degrees of success. And they gave him a little hat. A little hat and a like a brand new guitar. That's it. Yep. So in, in a super that, clean garage. That's exactly and that's basically who I'm I'm playing to mm-hmm. twenty to thirty of those guys at these sure. shows. Yeah. Now, you know, you mentioned these private shows and stuff i actually um i did one i did one it was like a live version of this show a private show of the best really? show yeah like some 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 super fan yeah a few a few years ago and i can say it was it was a disaster um what happened well nobody knew what was going on i don't know who arranged for us to you know it, it it seemed like it was just super awkward, and then we did the thing because I do these calls, and then the guy I do the calls with called in John, and what's his name? John Worcester, and um, the guy who is the host he knew what the show was, and he wanted to hear a a, a call like a Sharpling and Worcester call featuring this character from like two thousand two, and. Then, so we start doing it, and then the host is just like, John's not doing the voice right, and he w- he clearly was, like, overly obsessed with that one call, and then John got really mad and hung up mid-call. It was so bad and just so uncomfortable. I ended up there by myself, and I ended up having to, I ended up having to have people rank the kinds of pasta. Oh no! Yeah, that's so like pasta brands or the kinds like penne like, like penne or, or I, just I, like I like linguini. Exactly. Yes. Like do you like angel hair pasta? I was like that sucks. Like angel hair. Yeah. And I just was making up. I I had no point of view on any of this, oh, and I had to. Can just, I, how, how long were you contracted to to perform? Three hours. It had to be a three hour. Oh show. my god! Yeah. John hung up at about the 25-minute mark. Well, good for him. Those voices are hard, I'm sure. Uh-huh. And, and some no, guys only have hard. like four four voices in them. Yeah, I can say they're not that hard um, uh, in the well. scheme of things. I would. Huh. I think I think that gets overplayed a whole lot. Is how hard. Uh, I don't know. Some of those voices are tough, and they they like a real gruff voice, uh-huh. like like that. That will really wear after a while, and, and after a while, you can't do it anymore. Well, I mean, but it's a, it's only like once a week, so it's not, it's not like it's being. Well, look, well, we're, we, can we can argue about, about this all night, Billy. We can argue about this all night, sure. Um, but we won't. Um, can I ask you? I, I guess it's probably I, I, it's a rude question. I'm not I'm not even going to get into it. I couldn't even imagine how much you get paid for these shows. Oh my God, the money the. <laughs> The money is honestly, it's insane. Mm-hmm. A- and a lot of times it's even more than my regular guarantee. Uh-huh. Really? These, these, these guys have so much money they just want to throw it around. 
And it, it's funny, I, I talk to my buddies like John Bon Jovi and John Fogarty, and we're, I'll tell you, we're kicking ourselves now for not doing these private shows sooner. Uh-huh. It's, it's such a windfall. It's like, it's the perfect situation. We do the private party at the A-Holes McMansion during the day. And then I play for the real people later that night. So it's ex- it's two extreme paydays in 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 like in like ten hours. Wow, that's that's impressive. Um, and like yeah. what with these rich guys, like what mm-hmm. what are your actual kind of interactions with these rich rich guy hosts? Tom, you know that gesture sometimes people make where they're they're like it's like they're pleasuring themselves. <laughs> And rolling their eyes. Uh huh. That, that's basically what I'm doing right now. Oh, that's what, okay. That's what that's like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so it, it, you know, of course, they all play guitar, like I said earlier, and, and they they just want to immediately show me their guitar collections. Yeah. You know, because they're they're so rich that they can afford all these great guitars, and m- many of them were formerly owned by, you know, by, like, legends like Jimmy Page or Jeff Beck or Joe Perry, yeah. and those guys would kill to have these guitars back, I uh, might add. But these rich guys got their hands on them. Exactly, yeah. So I pretend to be super interested, but secretly I'm, like, monumentally annoyed that, that these great guitars are in some D-nozzles trophy case uh-huh. and not in the hands of actual working musicians who could actually make a living playing them sure sure so like then i'll 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 like go oh man show me your stuff you know so i have to play a little bit and i pretend to be blown away by their skill Uh yeah okay (laughs) i I tell them i tell them how amazing they are and now i'll ask will you give me a lesson uh-huh. And it's it's totally like that Mr. Show sketch where David is a dying guitar student and, and Bob is the guitar teacher who tells him how incredible he is. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and they always want to sit in with the band and, of course, I'll let them because they're paying so much and I'll even let them solo for as long as they want. Re- okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they always want to play me their songs. Uh-huh, like they've got the their original compositions. Oh, of course they do. And nine out of ten times, yeah, they're just like the songs that David Brent wrote for Foregone Conclusion on The Office. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, like really you know, bad. Songs yeah. about like what they imagine the road is like uh-huh. and, and like this super basic but super misguided spiritual stuff. Okay. And then I'll just act like the songs are just incredible you know and i'll say oh my god i'd be so honored to write songs with you someday okay but what like well what happens like when when they follow up on that and and try to contact you oh then i i just spend the rest of my life avoiding them at all costs avoiding these guys oh yeah 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 i uh, to the point where I'll post photos of them at the entrances to my show so security will know not to let them in. And if they do get in, they're to be removed from the, the premises. And I, I know of at least five who've been arrested. Huh. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of something that I guess a lot of people would consider uh, cruel. Cruel? Yeah. You want to know what's cruel? What's, what's cruel? 
Having to listen to a guy in dad jeans and a crisp, untucked, button-down shirt with vintage guitars on it prattle on about the $50,000 Les Paul he just bought that he'll never play in public. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So while, while he's sitting there in his ergonomic desk designing running shoes that are going to be made in Chinese sweatshops, I'm sweating my ends off on stage in Indianapolis. Uh-huh. But but I Not mean that's fair. that's fair. No, I, I get I get where you're coming from. But I mean, but but these guys are excited to be around you, and I mean, it feels it feels like there's something a little wrong about you taking advantage of them like this. Oh, I'm not taking advantage. You have no idea what these guys are like, Tom. The, the entitlement these guys have it, it's just like John Mellencamp. It's off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's like a little thing. Yeah, there you go. Because he's he's not on the charts anymore. I got you. That's like a music joke. No, he's not. Uh He sure isn't. You got a little bit of beef with John Mellencamp or something? Well, I I wouldn't call it a little beef. It's it's decent size. Okay. What what is that about? I don't want to get into it. Well, just tell me a little bit what it is. All right. So basically we're doing that, that, that bridge benefit that Neil puts on. Yeah, uh-huh. You know? And so, you know, I smoke. Uh-huh. And I smoke, I smoke, a, it, it, it's a hard-to-find brand. It, it's, basically, it's Marlboro Yellows. Yellows, okay. Yeah, it, it's got, like, 17 times the tar in it. Uh-huh. I just love it. I don't know, I'm just, you know, obviously I'm addicted to cigarettes, but I'm, I'm addicted to this particular brand. Sure. Anyway, yeah. I, I have a carton. Uh-huh for that day yeah and I, I go off to you know to catering to get something like a salad or something I come back and carton's there but it's missing a pack okay and so I'm looking around and you know I know I know that JCM smokes yellows too okay so I go up and I go hey little bastard uh-huh. hand him over yeah okay and he goes and, and he goes I don't know what you're talking about uh-huh. And I go, I think you do. Uh huh. Okay. And he he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And I I point to his sleeve. He's got a pack of cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve, just like 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 James Dean or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I and, and I go, I go, I I will I will be my I'm my ultimate fan for saying this, and I I say, hey man, stop sucking on that chili dog and give me my yellows back. <laughs> okay. Get it. No, I get it. It's a, one of his lyrics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, it was even better than that. I said, I, I even included the ta- outside the tasty freeze part. Okay. Uh huh. So it was, it was, it was a killer, a uh, killer bust. burn. Yeah, you burned it was. pretty hard. Yeah. Total burn. Yeah. Yeah. So then, I, I go look. I know you did it. I know you took it. Just give it back. And he's uh-huh. he's playing off like he didn't. I said, look, just give them back. And, and finally, he's not going to give them back. So I grabbed them from the sleeve. I, I undid his sleeve and I took it. And I thought we were going to square off mm-hmm. to fight, you know, because you know I touched him. I put my hands on him. Yeah. Who shows up? But Taylor Hawkins, and he breaks it up. The drummer in the Foo Fighters, the cool kid cool, from the Foo Fighters, the kid yeah, from the Foo Fighters, yeah. Yeah, he goes, "Hey guys, let's let's be cool." Uh huh. Right. 
Sure. You're both titans of, in, the, in the industry. Uh-huh. You know, surely there's enough yellows to go around. And you know what? He was right. Uh huh. Well, that's that's cool. He's a peacemaker. Yes, and we joked about it, uh, JCM and I. And I said, you know, <laughs> this could be an episode of Seinfeld if they ever started up again. Uh huh. Well, if they ever start Seinfeld up again. Yeah, yeah, like this weird misunderstanding. It wasn't a misunderstanding. He took them, but, uh-huh. you know, that kind of thing. Like a whole episode could be based on that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if yeah. Seinfeld's coming back anytime soon. I would say it's probably not not the highest odds. Ah, who knows? You know, I'd, 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 I'd love to get this idea in front of Larry David, you know. Uh-huh, okay. I think, I think it could really fly. I'll tell you who I, who I don't want involved with it at all, and if he is involved, I'm going to walk off the set. Larry Charles. The, the he was like a director, I think, right? He's a weirdo, man. Oh, he, okay. Yeah. All right. You want to know part of like it? Sure, that's fair. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it. I don't want okay. it. Okay. All right, Billy. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, one of my other um, highs. Yeah. Is seeing these rich MFs negotiate between trying to be super cool and also being super pushy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all think that because they paid a ton of money for me to play in their house that I owe them basically everything. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll, I'll sign whatever they want. I'll post for pictures. But I'm sure as hell not going to get on the phone with their golf buddy, Ronnie, and shoot a fat for 25 minutes. Uh-huh. No way, no day. Yeah, so can I, can I just ask you, if if, the, if this if – this, it seems like you're so annoyed by by everyone involved in these things. But I, I, I guess outside of the money, why are you doing this? Well, that's like asking why is purple purple. Some things are just unknowable, Tom. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. But look, in in my defense, mm-hmm. there are altruistic reasons for me doing these house shows. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not just some rich rock star who's also a psychopath. Although my four ex wives would probably beg to differ. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Well, that's their business. Yeah. Well, basically, here's what happens. I I bring in twenty people from the locus local homeless shelter, yeah. and then. I have them help themselves to the the incredible spread that the host has put out. Mm-hmm. And okay. it, it's great because the D-bag host, he will never protest because what a terrible look that would be, right? Yeah. But they are undeniably angry to have these untouchable people in their castles. It's incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. And that, the yeah. joy the joy I get from watching these cats try to avoid people who are genuinely struggling to survive, it's it's indescribable. It, it's like that first hit of pure muffler road grade blue that you have. Sure, everybody remembers the You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure I got that you. first hit is amazing. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. The first hit is amazing. From what I hear. I was never mind. It's just you can tell me you did it. Yeah. No, I didn't, actually. I, I kind of right. sat that one out. So, look, at the end of the year, I get all the private show hosts together in one place as a thank you to my, quote, biggest fans, which, of course, is BS because they're just my richest fans. Okay. So, wh- while that's happening, I'm at my house in Malibu. Yeah. And I have some weak but plausible excuse that I gave them for why I can't be there in, in, in person. Like I'm, I'm writing songs or I had a hip replacement. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a giant video screen in, in the room where all the house show hosts are. Okay. And 
I played this video compilation of, of me at their houses complimenting each one of them on how great their McMansion is, uh-huh. really laying it on thick. Uh-huh. And I say the exact same thing in each video. Oh, man, I thought I was rich. But your house puts mine to shame. You rock, Steve. And like 75% of these guys are named Steve. It's so weird. That is strange. So super weird. Yeah. Then I play a a compilation of each of these douches soloing on their $30,000 guitar, interspersed with footage of this 10-year-old Filipino girl playing the exact same solo 10 times better. Oh, like, a so U- these, like, a, like a YouTube video. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. So these these nozzles can grasp the reality of just how generic they are. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. I mean, that is, I got to say, that is, I see, it's very funny. It's pretty brilliant. I kind of can't get past how mean it is. Oh, but it's it is no. br- yeah. Go ahead. Go Thank ahead. you. It, 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 look, it's, see it from 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 our end. All right, and our and end. We, we we all do it. We okay. all do this. Bonnie uh-huh. Raitt, Sting, Bob Weir, John Mayer, Cheryl Crow. Okay. We, we all do these videos. We call them douche comps. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And every January fourteenth. We all get together at Jimmy Buffett's house, and we watch our douche comps. Okay. Yeah. See, they've all done private shows also throughout the year, so everyone's got their own douche comps, and it is a blast. To to play. Everyone's playing them, and they're all just you guys recreating the same moment over and over again to just show how the same thing happens at every one of these shows. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you say it's cruel. It's it's basically for us it, it's 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 like a a steam valve. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we let our tension go, but we've also got that satisfaction of knowing that the person we're kind of busting on pays us, you know, $250,000 for 4 hours of work. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. That's a uh, no, it's it's it's. I get, I get, I get it. I, I mean, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's this one guy. Uh huh. I I can't say who who he is because he's super rich and powerful. At, at various points, you know, from the early 2000s to, you know, a few years ago, he hired all of us to play in his luxury apartment. Okay. Oh my god! Total blowhard. He'd yammer on and on about how rich he was and you know who, who he was tapping. He was so weird. I, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell if he liked music or not. Like when you're playing, he. I would look over and and he looked like he was trying to move to the music, but you could tell that he was also looking at either his kids or his wife to find the beat to find like where they were okay. tapping their foot or clapping. Sure. And then you go up to him and you try to get him clapping, but it was hopeless. Like you'd be going, that, yeah, that, and, and and he would never be able to do it in time. And at one point, I gave him my guitar just to kind of fool around with, and straight out of "Take the Money and Run," uh huh, he started blowing into it. <laughs> into like he thought it was like a wind instrument. 
He did, yeah. It was the weirdest thing I've ever uh-huh. seen. And this guy's uh-huh. like the grade A weirdest person I've ever met. Uh-huh. And at first I, th- I thought I was being pranked. Mm-hmm. Because this, this cat was so awkward, the way he was, he was, he was trying to appear human. Uh huh. It was so bizarre, and 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 then he, he started bragging about about some dumb yacht that he had, and he kept referring to the the one side of the boat as the starburst side. Starburst, not starboard. Like the candy. How yeah. sad is that? Yeah. And uh-huh. so. I just I just kept trying to get him to say starburst side as many times as possible. Okay. I think I got like 16 out of them. And so, you know, and I just thought this was the greatest thing I'd ever I'd ever seen. So, I get the message to John Bon Jovi when he does a show for him to keep bringing up the yacht and, and he did the same thing. He told John Legend about it and John Legend did the same thing and before you knew it, there was this contest between all of us FPs to see who could get this idiot to say starburst side the most. Uh-huh. And there had to be audio or video proof of it. And you know who won? Who? Dylan. Bob Dylan. He did, yeah. It's the funniest thing you've ever heard. He got to say it at least 60 times, 60 okay. or all. Uh-huh. It would be like, you know, like Dylan is so weird on his own. You know, yeah. he's got that thing where he's just like, you don't even know if he's if he is aware of your presence, even though you're a foot in front of him. Uh huh. Okay. So he's got the hood up in in, in the video, and they're yeah. like in in you know in the thing, and he goes, "So um, so if I drop my wallet off off the right hand side of the boat, what would, like what would I say to the captain?" And and the guy goes, oh well, you would say I, I lost it on I dropped my my wallet on the starburst side of the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, what? Wait, what do you say? And and he just got he would say it so many times. It's the funniest thing ever. That's hilarious. A lot of people don't think Dylan's that funny, but he is. Uh huh. Okay. Loves loves this movie called Clifford. Clifford. It's a Martin Short movie. Yeah, yeah. He loves this one line in particular where. Uh, I've never seen it, but I guess, I guess, uh, what's her name? Mary Ste- Steam Virgin? Uh-huh, Steam. Mary Steam, yeah, yeah. Mary Steam, Steam Virgin, Virgin yeah. uh, asks, um, who's the guy that plays the the, the adult in it? Charles what's Grodin. Charles Boyer, yes. <laughs> he tells Charles Boyer, uh-huh. you don't... You don't like kids, and he, and Charles Boyer is like, I I love kids, and he goes, I love my my nephew, and Mary Steam Virgin goes, well, what's his name? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I want to say Manson, mm-hmm. Charles Manson. <laughs> no, it's Mason. I think the line is Mason. It's not Manson. Oh well, Dylan's been telling the story weird the whole time. Then I think his version's funnier. Okay, well, it's not accurate though, but it might be funnier. That's okay. Fair. So well, anyway, uh-huh. so we we all left notes for each other behind this super garish painting that this house show host had of himself. Okay. So, yeah, we leave notes for each other about uh, about him. Yeah. And uh, almost all the drawings were, were, were you know they were like these weird drawings we did of him. You mm-hmm. know. Like, Kind of, kind of gross stuff, and Bonnie Raitt's were the sickest. Really? Oh yeah, super dirty stuff, just hilariously vile. Okay. Meatloaf's were good too. He's he's really effed in the head. <laughs> Meatloaf is effed in the head. 
Yeah. Okay. Hey, speaking of like uh, other FTs. Yeah. This is so funny. It's, it's just between you and me. Springsteen wants to do these shows so bad, these private shows, because the money's so huge. Yeah. And no one really ever knows about them. Yeah. But he, he can't bring himself to do it. Really? Because of the. Because of. He, he, just th- he thinks it's a bad look. Mm hmm. Like it's an yeah, image thing, sure. Yeah, he's like a man of the people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so we we joke about it all the time. You know, I I, I always text him when I'm doing one of these private shows, and I, I send him a photo of the huge spread that the host laid out. Uh huh. Okay. And and then, and then like, and then I'll send a photo of the check. Uh huh. And he always texts back something like, "Oh, is that what an artist's dignity goes for nowadays?" Which is pretty funny. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good zinger. And then I'll I'll text back F U U Fing D head. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And and then he'll text back, you know, something like B me U G D F wad. Uh huh. Okay. And well, then we just, a... we just go all night. Sure. No, it seems like it seems pretty intense there. Like you got a pretty, pretty pretty dirty uh, text exchange going. It's yeah. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's. I mean that's. Oh. That... What the? What's that? Oh no. What? Oh no! What? What is it, Billy? Oh man, that um, that super rich guy I told you about that we made fun of. Mm-hmm. It was Donald Trump. Oh, okay, okay. That that you know, sure that, that tracks now with the things you were saying. I guess I don't know if you know, but he's president now. Uh huh. No, I I am aware of that. Yeah. Well, I. I, I <clears throat> I I uh, I uh, I just looked out my window. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole bunch of Secret Service goons outside my door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Secret, oh man. Secret, how, Secret Service guys are lined up outside. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh oh no. What? Oh my God! You hear that? I heard something. Oh my God. What is that? Well, it sounds like a whip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not a whip. <laughs> what is it? It's a super long necktie, the kind the president wears. Uh-huh. Only uh, it's made of, of like really hard leather. Okay. And and, and 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 they're dipping the leather in water. Okay. Oh my god, and they're and they're using them as lassos. Oh my god, they're they're lassoing them over their heads. Uh-huh. It's just a matter of time before these guys scale up the window. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you going to be okay? I don't know. You know, I, 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 it's clear that they consider me a subversive indi- individual. Mm-hmm. Because oh my of, God, I yeah. can just tell they're, they're going to go to town on my haunches. Well, I, you got to be okay. You got to. Oh no, I'm not going to be okay. You got to be oh, all right. Oh my God! Oh no! I don't know what's worse—the fact that I'm going to get my haunches beat, or that Eddie Trunk said he's on his way over. Uh huh. Yeah, that, oh, that's boy. a that's a that's a two way tie for last. He's a real piece of work, I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh no, here they come! My haunches, my haunches are my life. You're... I have my haunches insured for at least three thousand dollars on each haunch. Uh huh. Wow, that's three hundred thousand dollars. You gotta believe me. I believe oh, you. No, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Are you okay? You're not. Well, is he there? I think he hung up.